Connecticut Democrats, or Connecticrats, as they have never been called. Welcome back to the Connecticut Municipal Spotlight Series here on Connecticrats. I'm your host this week, Dave Kostick. This week, we take a look at the race in the town of New Milford, where Ted Hine is on the ballot running for mayor. Ted Hine grew up in New Milford. He's made it his home. And in fact, his family has been in New Milford since the town's founding in 1723. He knows a lot about it. He's got some good ideas. And we're going to bring him to you right here on Connecticut's the CT Dems podcast. After a career in the private sector, Ted Hine resident of New Milford, retired, and now he's decided to step up and run for mayor in his hometown. Ted joins us here today. Welcome. Hi, David. Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolute pleasure. Um, tell folks why you decided to make that uh, uh, big decision and step in, step in and run for mayor. Well, as, as you said, uh, in 2018, I retired from a 33-year career in corporate America, specifically at GE Capital. And uh, going through uh, the first year or so of the pandemic, trying to decide how to expand my uh, community involvement, uh, feeling that with my managerial skills, my budgetary skills, and my people skills, and passion for my hometown, uh, to throw my hat in the ring and uh, try to uh, make it a better place. Um, how, do you, how do you think you're... Uh, experience in the private sector has prepared you to, to govern your town? Any role that I've had in corporate America, you know, you, you kind of had to stare into it. You know, obviously, when I say I retired in 2018, I was 54 years old. So I was pretty successful career in corporate America. And I think there's uh, some unique challenges uh, that our town has that I'll be able to not be your usual politician, but uh, be able to use my, you know, my experience in uh, defining problems, uh, putting plans and, uh, you know, uh, uh, plans and, and, and executing those plans to get to the results that we need to be at. Um, at GE, I, you know, I had expanding leadership roles. Uh, when I started there, I actually uh, uh, led a team where uh, it was in the early, well, the late 90s, early 2000s, we defined uh, how to do business over the internet for leasing and loans for GE Capital. And the team was actually awarded a patent around that process. And then we took those processes and deployed them to the subdivision that I was the CIO for. Then moved on to a you know, uh, more uh, leadership role, expanding leadership role where we took that and then we, we expanded that across the whole, the whole division rather than just the subdivision. And then ultimately that process was used across all of GE Capital for leases and loans. Then I... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, when it comes to, to, to being a mayor of a town, then, where are, the, where are the analogs? Where's where's the sort of similarity that you see there? Well, people, uh, you know, people ask, ask me a lot, uh, you know, how, how do I make the comparison? And, you know, I always think about, uh, you know, who's the customer? 
you know, in business, you always think about who is the customer. Well, the customer here are the residents and the voters and the constituents of New Milford. And what problems are you trying to, you know, solve for them? And it's that uh, coming up with a communication and a feedback loop for with them to uh, to be able to find out what's on people's minds, what needs to be done, and then within the organization, putting plans together. Uh, working with the different departments, working with the town council and the different uh, the different commissions to be able to then execute what is needed for the townspeople. To me, it's the same process. It's just defining, you know, as I said, define who's the customer, and and then tackle it uh, the same the same approach. What are a few of the big problems to solve? Well, uh, a couple of the the biggest problems. Uh, the, the biggest problem, uh, one thing that I've done, uh, which the feedback I'm getting is not very typical for New Milford, is that I'm going door to door and uh, uh, talking to the people of New Milford. I call it my listening tour. And uh, one of the things that has happened is that I keep bumping into uh, town employees. And what I'm hearing is that the town employees are not uh, are not being listened to either. Uh, one of the things I've learned in corporate America is, you know, the biggest strength is to have a strong team and to listen to your team because chances are they're the ones who know where the issues are within the organization, within the processes, or, you know, even with the customers, as I said, the voters and constituents. And they're not being listened to. They're actually being I would say even threatened with their jobs if they do speak out. For real? Yep, and they're also threatened that their pensions could be taken away. And to me, that's creating a hostile work environment. And we've had a number of people leave positions, a lot of people leave positions, and I believe it's for these these reasons. So for me, that is a number one priority to actually listen to the employees, create that constant feedback loop, uh, and then strengthen the team, coach the team so that we get more productivity because a happy team is a productive team and and we'll get to what needs to get, get done in each of the different areas. I was like throughout the pandemic, uh, you know, town workers and city workers have been the people who have you know, kept kept the lights on, so to speak, have kept the schools going. Like schools had to transition into this entirely new world and 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 reinvent the way we were delivering education uh, to kids as best we could. That was fascinating. And the same is true across departments. Naturally, the public health departments in each town uh, did did heroic work. I'm I'm kind of shocked to hear you say that that there's you know sort of these threats and and bad environment. Yeah. Uh, uh, during the pandemic, we actually lost our director of health uh, of the health department, and we had to hire a new one. And I think it's for those exact reasons that I've talked about. That's just awful. Mm, um, let's talk about the schools a little bit. Um, tell me about the New Milford schools. Uh, I know the mayor probably doesn't have direct uh, involvement, but there's definitely tone setting and working with the Board of Ed and of course the whole budget process. So uh, uh, what, do you, what are your uh, sort of priorities there when it comes to the New Milford schools? Well, the, the priority is the fact that, uh, you know, our 
school system is one of the uh, lowest per pupil uh, cost uh, in, in Connecticut. And, uh, you know, I like to say we have a reputation for that, but it's an actual fact, you know, we're, we're way down at the bottom. And, and again, uh, it, cr it creates a problem uh, with the teachers. Uh, what usually has been happening as, as well as the administrators, they come in, uh, we get new teachers, they uh, get hired in, they stay for two or three years, and then they leave the school system for a better paying job in another town. Um, and I, we really need to turn, turn that around, you know, because from a kid's perspective and from a continuity perspective, I think uh, that is not helping our school system at all. Um, even though you're, you're correct, you know, the Board of Ed is a separate, a separate entity and it's a separate budget. I still feel it's the mayor's responsibility to work with the Board of Ed and to work to figure out how to sell uh, the Board of Ed budget to the townspeople. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I, I think just holding the Board of Ed out to dry just doesn't, uh, doesn't make any sense, sense to me because in the end, uh, there's two things around the school system. One is, if, you know, I was born and raised here and I felt like I got a great education. So I want to make sure every kid gets a great education. And there's so much more challenges for children today than when I was in school. That's pre-pandemic and during the pandemic now. Uh, but secondly, uh, New Milford has lost an awful lot of industry, which has push the tax burden onto property owners. And we want to be able to attract businesses to town. And one of the first things they look at is, right. does the town support the school system and do they have a good school system? And I don't think we could honestly say that uh, the town supports the school system because year over year, it's a struggle to get the Board of Ed budget passed. Mm. I think there's there's also some I'll call them funny funny accounting going on. Uh, there's an example where uh, we take uh, the Sherman High School students. Uh, they go to school here in New Milford, mm -hmm. and uh, there's a charge for it. Of course, they pay New Milford to have those students come here, mm -hmm. and uh, the way it's set up, uh, it has to be you know, from a town to another town, they have to make the payment. Uh, but what we do here in New Milford is the town keeps that revenue on the town side and they do not transfer it over to the Board of Ed side. So the Board of Ed, they have to, they have to uh, incur these costs of these additional students, but they don't get the revenue uh, that goes along with it. And when I asked, well, why do we do it that way? The, you know, the horrible answer, well, we've always done it that way. <laughs> and so, but what it does is it inflates, of it course. inflates the, the cost of the Board of Ed budget and makes it look, you know, more ugly, you know, than it really, you know, could be if the numbers were correct. And that's one, one situation. There's actually two or three other situations where they're not getting revenue. And, and I want to fix that uh, because, I, you know, again, you're not looking at apples to apples there. Uh, and, you know, it's also 
lowering the town side of the budget. So it's not very transparent as far as what what's really in the budget, not in the budget, what should be in the budget, what should not be in the budget on, you know, on both sides. You had talked about attracting businesses to New Milford. So uh, put on your salesman hat. Uh, what, what, how do you attract businesses to Milford and how do you sell people on New Milford and say, look, here's why this is such a great place. You know, first off, uh, what are the big assets? Uh, there's a couple big assets here in New Milford, but one of them is the people of New Milford. Um, it is definitely a very caring community. Uh, and there's a lot of sense of community here in New Milford. So as far as people who have moved here, that's, that's a number one reason everyone always gives. The second one is the lifestyle here. Uh, you know, we're definitely up in the Northwest corner. Uh, it's very beautiful. Uh, we have beautiful surrounding. It's very bucolic with our farming history and a lot of, you know, kind of green activities. Uh, we've been working on a river trail uh, that's gonna go from Brookfield to Kent and uh, pieces of that have been, uh, have been implemented. It's just, it's a great way of life. Uh, I do, at my announcement, part, uh, announcement event, I told a story, my uh, cousin, uh, she talked about her father driving around town and uh, one of, he would always talk about who lived in this house and who lived in that house and so on and so forth. And then the last thing he would say is, why would anyone not want to, why would anyone want to live anywhere else? And I think that's, you know, that's a big selling, selling point. Has the town seen an influx of new residents through the pandemic? Uh, from the pandemic, we did, of course, yeah. uh, you know, and the housing market is crazy here <laughs> as well. Um, I, uh, I did work on a sustainable, the Sustainable Connecticut Project for New Milford, specifically around affordable housing. Very good. And uh, we had a consultant come in to be able to put together an affordable housing plan for New Milford. And, you know, he did recognize that we've had an influx of people that have come into town, but uh, he did say that it's a blip. And that as soon as we get past that, that the declining population that has been in the forecast will will go right back, you know, will go right back on that track. When you've been out on the doors, you mentioned a few of the things that people are talking about when it came to the town employees. But those who aren't town employees, what are people talking about most? Um, they, uh, you know, they talk about taxes. Um, you know, uh, that's one of my number one things. Uh, to uh, to tackle and and I always pose it with, you know, the tax dollars that are collected, we just have to make sure that it's being spent on efficient government and on good services for the people of New Milford. And secondly, it's around transparency, so that we know how that money is being is being spent. And when I say we, you know, the population of New Milford, uh, one, one person mentioned to me, he says, well, they, they publish the budget every year in the, in the newspaper. And I just looked at him and I said, yeah, and you've got to be an accountant to go line by line by line to try to figure out what's in that budget. Um, you know, one of my big things is to do zero-based budgeting as well, you know, at least every three to five years. 
so that you know you're going from ground up and you know exactly what's in the budget versus just taking last year's and adding percentages to it because that's the way we've always done it right yeah that's the way we've always done it right <laughs> so you've talked about taxes you've talked about teaching you've talked about transparency where can people learn more about uh you and about this campaign where can people uh, check online or on social yeah, I have a Facebook page, Ted Hine for Mayor. Um, I also have a website, tedhineformayor.com. And uh, they can uh, check out what's going around on the campaign there. And if you live in New Milford, just wait long enough and you'll hear a knock on the door and Ted Hine will be there. Ted Hine is running for mayor in the town of New Milford. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, David. Well, New Milford has an incredible opportunity this year to elect Ted Hine, someone who absolutely loves the town, someone who's lived there his whole life. In fact, uh, goes back generations and generations in town. He has stepped up to run for mayor, and he's talking about better transparency at City Hall. He's talking about uh, using tax dollars more wisely, and he's talking about better schools. If you want to help people like Ted Hine win, there's still a few more weekends left in this election cycle all around Connecticut. You can knock on doors, you can make phone calls, you can do a great deal to help each of these candidates prevail in the local elections, no matter where you live. And uh, another important thing is that absentee ballots are available this year for every voter in Connecticut. So make sure your friends and family know that. You can get all the details at ctdems.org volunteer. We'll be back next week and uh, throughout the rest of the, the short time until the November 2nd elections with more municipal candidates here on Connecticut's the CT Dems podcast as uh, we enter the final stretch here. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you soon.